0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors Podcast. I'm Patrick, and the Warriors smacked, like literally smacked, Oklahoma City Thunder. That was an old-school, retro, dynasty-style win. Of course, the Oklahoma City Thunder are all in on the Cade Cunningham Tankathon sweepstakes, they played a bunch of young dudes. <laughs> it's clear what they're trying to do. I mean, those young dudes played played hard. I think Oklahoma City has some some uh, some talent there, but uh, they were not trying to really win this game. And it's crazy to me because watching this, as the Warriors League grew from 20 to 30, even up to the low 40s, I was like, man, the Dynasty Warriors used to do this to good teams every night, to playoff teams. They would just smack them. And with this iteration of the Warriors, it takes a very young tanking (laughs) Thunder team for them to get to those heights. But it just makes you appreciate those times, that five-year stretch run where the Warriors were one of the most dominant teams you'll ever see I mean, I don't know if you'll see a team that dominant in the modern NBA again. Everything just was like a perfect storm. But who knows? The dynasty may not be over. It may just be on pause, right? (laughs) We'll see what happens in the next few years. I'll be honest, though. I really miss watching James Wiseman play basketball. There's just something about that kind of unknown quantity, that unknown variable that brought a lot of intrigue in watching him, whether he had a good game or a bad game, whether he did something like rookie, silly-ish, or if he did something like, wow, that is like a flashpoint of his potential if he did something amazing. That was the new shiny object that captured everyone's attention, my attention especially. He's supposed to get surgery this week. We have no idea the timetable, the timeline for his recovery. We don't know if it's going to be like just a shaving part of the meniscus and that would be like four to seven weeks of recovery or if it's going to be a more invasive surgery which would require maybe five to seven months and dig into his offseason and his training and working out with kg and all that stuff but yeah i mean this game was fun to watch it's crazy to watch steph just go off nonstop. stop like he is so good and he is so just in command of his game and he's a little bit liberated now that he doesn't have to kind of help james wiseman along Same with Draymond, actually. He doesn't have to push James Wiseman and guide him. You know what I mean? So they're just playing their game. Steph, he's actually up there for the scoring title, and he could pull it off if he continues to play like this. The Warriors schedule, as a lot of people know, gets relatively soft towards the end of the season. A lot of home games, a lot of bottom feeder teams. It could get interesting. It took a while to kind of get over the Wiseman injury. That was such a bummer. Hopefully everything goes well with the surgery and the timetable is a shorter one. But just trying to reframe how I look at this Warriors season, watching the last couple games against a good team like the Nuggets and a bad team like the Thunder this Warriors season is no longer about that development. It is about just going for it and having fun and getting into the playoffs and messing with somebody. That was kind of the goal a little bit before, but now it's just like, oh, hell, there's nothing holding them back right now. You know, Jordan Poole, a young guy to develop. You don't have to worry about him. He'll get his minutes. He'll figure stuff out. It looks like Nico Mannion, they're kind of setting aside for a while on the bench. He's has some defensive liability issues and has made some uh, goofy plays on offense, but, and I still believe in the kid, but you know, they brought in Gary Payton, the second who looked good against the thunder. We'll see how he looks against Cleveland, a better backcourt, a quicker backcourt. I mean, he's better than Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> I don't know what his stats or what his story is in the NBA, but I'm surprised he hasn't stuck defensive intensity, made some good decisions. So we'll see if that continues. I would love to see more of that. Looking at the standings, the Warriors are, they probably won't catch the Portland Trail Blazers. They're about five games behind them in the loss column. The Mavericks are playing well, but they're only four games behind them for the seventh spot. The Warriors will get in the play-in game. We'll get in the play-in round. And... Those teams are most likely going to be a combination of the Mavericks, Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors, maybe the Blazers, who knows. But regardless, the Warriors could beat any of those teams on a given night. Any of them. I trust Steph and Draymond in one game against any of these guys. Steph's just going to jack up a bunch of shots. Draymond is just going to play like there's no tomorrow. And... Then if they get through this, you know, maybe they play the Jazz. And, you know, like the Jazz are a good team this year, a very good team. It would just be fun to see how the Warriors could shake things up. Could they scare them? I mean, now without Wiseman, they would really, really have to commit to a very fast-paced small ball game. Because they ain't got nobody to go up against Gobert right now unless they sign someone. And whomever they sign is probably just going to be a foul machine anyway. He's just going to rack them up whether they want to or not. My focus the rest of the season is just seeing how Steph can, how many times that dude can just go off, like literally go off. If the Warriors record is too crappy for him to be in the MVP discussion, then hell, man, go for the scoring title. He got it last time in his unanimous MVP season 2015-2016 his stats are comparable to that year, although the Warriors' record is not. So just go for it, man. Like, beat these teams up, you know? Last thing I'll say is it sucks that Lamarcus Aldridge has to retire because of an irregular heartbeat, a heart arrhythmia. Whenever I hear that, I, of course, like a lot of people who lived through it, remember Hank Gathers and Reggie Lewis. Uh dying because of arrhythmias so this is super serious he's had a great career he's making the right decision it would have been awesome to see him compete for a title I mean I guess if the Nets win he might get a ring he probably will if KD has anything to say about it but it would have been great to see him compete at the highest levels of the playoffs for once always always a consistent mid-range jumper type dude Yes, his style of play is a little out of style at this point, but he was always a frustrating guy for your team to go up against because of his methodic, consistent ability to just hit that mid-range shot from the elbow from the baseline or whatever so good luck to him and that's all i got for today that is another episode of the oakland warriors podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast feel free to hit me up on twitter at patrick epino epino or at oakland warriors check us out at warriors.com and be sure to rate subscribe and tell your fellow warrior fan friends to listen we got 17 more games left in this season Looking forward to it. Let's have some fun. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time. And go Dubs.